Welcome to the Path 5 Podcast. The Path 5 team is a dedicated group of professionals hailing from diverse backgrounds, all anchored in making the world a safer place. Thanks for joining us while we dive into today's topic. Benvenuto to 2021, fam. Buongiorno. Buonasera. Ciao. And welcome to the Path 5 Podcast. Buongiorno. It's a me, a Da Vinci. We are kicking off the new year. We are so excited to have you guys here. Uh, I'm so pumped to host the first podcast of the new year. Season two, baby. Uh, so pumped. So pumped. Uh, we're glad that you guys joined us. So sit back, relax with a beverage of your choice, uh, wherever you are. And let's dive into our $1,000 AR build. But before we do that, we... And speaking of new things, it's a new year. Uh, we also have a new team member joining us on the podcast, so give him a shout out. Um, but he's just going to give you a quick background, and uh, let's introduce yourself, Snowflake. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Snowflake here. I'll make it quick because I really want to get into a thousand dollar AR. Currently, uh, active duty infantry officer, and uh, training with guns on my own time, and then. Uh, just going to start working on some uh, competing and some two-gun, three-gun, but it's kind of generally who I am and uh, where I'm going right now. Sweet. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And uh, you guys will obviously get to know Snowflake a little more. Hopefully he's uh, got a, a better call sign by the next podcast. We'll see. Who knows? Um, Possibly. A oh, big fan of the Snowflake. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. words. <laughs> So, well, it's not a new year, uh, new us type situation, because I think we do a pretty good job uh, in general and a pretty damn good job last year, especially when it came to the team and the podcast. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some New Year's resolutions, goals, or um, challenges. Personally, um, I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions just because I think it's a fad that usually lasts like anywhere from a few weeks to a few days. Uh, definitely not the 21 days that allegedly is required to start a habit. So there's definitely hope for all of us that are going to the gym and looking at these newbies, uh, these new, I'm going to work out this year resolution people who flooded gyms everywhere on January 1st. I know we can't wait to see them head out. We're more than halfway there, folks. Just a couple, just, just another nine days and they'll probably all be gone and it'll be back to normal. <laughs> but uh I'm not a yeah. fan of quick fixes in general, you know, like fad diets, you know, like keto or keto or however that you say it. Um new workouts, read a book a week plans. It just doesn't really work and it's not because of the diet or the workout or the plan. It's the person, right? So if you're really looking for a resolution that will stick, it should be to change your mindset, which I think is something that the team I mean, that we get on each other about and that we try to get on y'all about is it's a mindset thing. So when you've done that, all the other resolutions aren't really necessary because they're just part of who you are and, and your mindset. All right. Enough of me. Uh, I want to hear, I want to hear from the team. Maybe I've, maybe I've ruffled some feathers. Maybe somebody's got, maybe Snowflake's got resolutions and he's, he's, uh, not about it, but, uh, I'd love to hear what uh the team's got in their iron sights this year 
Yeah, sure. Uh, Irish Aaron, I haven't heard my voice in a while. Um, just got done moving cross country and getting settled into the new house, which Welcome is uh, back. going back. pretty well. I'm pretty yeah. excited. Excited to be back. But yeah, uh, yeah. to answer your resolution question, uh, I do not have resolutions. I am currently on a 13-year, um, no New Year's resolution resolution. So I'm, I'm going strong. Uh, I prefer to make my big life-altering decisions when they're required as opposed to waiting for a new year and making an excuse uh, to do it. So that's, uh, that's pretty much what I do. You know, it's just, just another day in the books. Just got to change that digit at the end. Hey, yeah, there you go. That's, that's definitely, uh, I hear you. Cause I mean, my wife and I, we've been working on our house. So our resolutions, like you're talking about, you know, they came up when they're required earlier this year or last year, I guess. Um, just, just finishing master bedroom closet by the end of February, finish the living room by tax day, stuff like that, you know, just real life stuff that when it happens, then you make a goal, you finish it and then you're, and then you're done. You know, it doesn't have to happen at the beginning of the year. Cause if you're going to, if you're going to do a resolution though, make sure that you have metrics attached to that. Not just, I'm going to get skinny or I'm going to get better at X, Y, or Z. So yeah, that's a, that's a great, great mindset. I, I, I dig it. And welcome back. We missed you. Appreciate it. You know, I got to say, if you don't have metrics, are you even doing anything? You got to make sure that you're on top of yourself. So I definitely agree with that. But it's your boy, Bro Neal. <laughs> it's your again. boy. Your boy. You know, here. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to be looking to get deeper and deeper into 3D printing and design. Um, I've done a lot of it on my own, but I want to start testing a lot more, which is tough with ammo prices, but kind of way it goes. I want to keep uh, expanding our influence. It's going to be an interesting year for sure. Regardless of anything that we do, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fireworks regardless. Uh, so <laughs> trying to stay afloat will be a goal of its own, but yeah, man, for sure. And <laughs> it'll be a fun speaking, one. Yeah. Speaking of the 3d printing, if you guys are interested in that, go check out our last episode of uh, 2020. And uh, there's some really good stuff in there about 3d printing. So I'm excited. Bro Neil's already kicking ass and taking names on uh on the 3d printing front so i can't wait to see what you're coming up with this year User snowflake how about you all right uh moving on 2021 i would like to say a good resolution but uh got to go through surgery so i guess my resolution is to recover from that uh, properly so i mean it's a good thing gonna end a couple of years of sure. pain yeah um so then i can uh get back at it with uh going in and actually competing in two and three gun competitions uh actually start some of that personal education goals because i'm at a good point in my career where i have time and then uh keep supporting the team again after it i like to keep it simple like i'm not like irish no um no resolutions because i i think they're kind of stupid but you do i do some uh quick ones that are just easy and stuff i already wanted to do before the new year it's easier to do that instead of going like, Hey, I'm just going to start something when you didn't even want to do it the year before. Right. Yeah. Just easy kills. Yeah. Easy kills. That's well, interesting. I, I killed mine for the year already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, remarks complete. When's 2022 done. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that about the, uh, the surgery. Cause I'm, that's one of my, uh, that's one of my goals as well. Actually, I went and got an MRI today. I, uh, got the back jacked up, got a, herniated disc on the last deployment so that's my goal for this year is probably to get surgery as well so that's that's one of my goals 
Good luck with that. You as well. Big Daddy, Midas got any comments? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think, yeah, I'm not a big fan of like fads in general, right? I think they're kind of stupid. Um, but this year I was thinking about branching out and I, I want to become a TikTok star. Um, I want to improve my dance moves. And <laughs> Are you yeah. snacking? Jesus. <laughs> I'm just Are you snacking? Rock TikTok. Ramen, yeah. cheddar, nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's you i know you oh, do yeah. that in the mirror in the morning yeah every day that's how i wake <laughs> up no but i mean for me resolutions are goals ultimately that's all it is so and you know similar to what the the boys have already hit on there's no sense in setting a goal that's not attainable uh i mean you can reach for the stars and all that kind of cliche stuff but at the end of the day you got to know yourself and your capabilities and, and figure out what you can get to uh, reasonably so for me um you know, firstly, and this might surprise some people, but I want to get a lot more creative uh, on the grill and on the smoker. So we had some family here for Christmas, and uh, one member of our, our family is just like really good on the smoker, and he made some bomb stuff. And I was like, damn, you know, but there's a, there's a creative outlet there, which I used to cook a lot. Uh, I haven't right. really done that much in a long time. Yeah. Just got too damn busy, didn't have the energy when I got home to do it, and uh I just feel like, you know, food's awesome and it's a really good way to kind of dive in and just another craft to uh, master, I suppose. So, so that, that's one. And uh, team wise, you know, I want to keep pushing the team to be successful um, and just be as, as capable as possible this next year. There's going to be a lot of weirdness going on, a lot of strange things. So, you know, my, my resolution is just to try to continue to, you know, lead the team properly and uh, go ahead and get our LCC done and, and finish up our security consulting package. We're going to start getting some clients on the books and uh, start operating in their interests and, and try to make sure that, you know, we're just making the world a safer place. Because that's the name of the game, baby. Hell that's yeah, what we brother. Do. Absolutely. That's cool that you're doing the... The cooking thing. I was I was reading about that actually because I really Jenna and I both really enjoy cooking and I love cooking outside, which normally involves like a grill or a smoker. So I haven't pulled the trigger on a smoker, but um she's had a few smoked meals recently. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she's like, Hey babe, I think uh maybe we should get a smoker. And I'm like, I should have got that recorded. I should have recorded that shit. <laughs> damn it yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah. that's the next uh podcast episode right there right we're gonna be doing nothing but smokers boys Ooh, i like that i like <laughs> yeah. that yeah Traeger no, that, that's a that's a great that's a great goal because um when she was talking about the smoking thing i just like looked it up and i think it's you spend like thirty thousand hours or something of your life eating on average in the united states oh wow. thirty thousand yeah. hours I think Americans probably spend a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's Definitely some Americans spend a little more than that. <laughs> Almost as embarrassing yeah. as my high school gaming hours. Oh, don't even bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Don't even bring it up. You're already yeah. a snowflake. You don't you don't want to go down from there. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can talk about that offline. No, I mean like we were, we were watching Chopped while we we're eating smoked ribs tonight, you know, it's just kind of cool. It's like uh just an expression of creativity and I don't know, it lets you just focus on something else that you can, you can control, which is nice for me at least. Yeah, man, absolutely. And that's like one of my goals, I guess this year too, is to 
get back into into the arts. You know, that's kind of where I got my call sign and you know, I like the engineering piece. I love the I love the math. I am a man of the sciences, a renaissance man, some would say. Uh I heard you made a tank in like 1340. Is that true? <laughs> it was a long time ago, but it may be true. You'll never know. I don't know if that's Italian or not, but I'm it was a little that. Ukrainian, but uh, we'll roll with it. <laughs> we'll roll with it. We'll take the mother from Odessa. All right. <laughs> We're going to roll forward. Thank you, Midas. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, it's always good hearing what other people are doing uh, when the new year rolls around. So I hope you guys take something away from that. But I think a lot of people just setting achievable, re- realistic goals. That's a, that's, that's a resolution enough. You know, if you guys can start setting some goals, even if it's just like making your bed when you get up in the morning or get up at the same time, you know, get up at six or get up at five thirty, or, you know, whatever, do the dishes every night before you go to bed and don't leave any in the sink. Just like little things. That's, that's a goal that's achievable and it's easy and it just builds, you know, and it just builds. And that's what the, the, the team does a really good job of that. So I'm excited to see what happens this year. All right. Enough of that. All right. Now to the podcast. So we got Chris, Christmas money. We got Christmas bonuses. Hopefully, hopefully some of y'all got Christmas bonuses. I didn't because I'm active duty. They don't do that shit. Hell no. Get mine in <laughs> April. I got 3% though. Thanks, Donald. Peace out. Chris. Yeah. Duty, though. yeah. Speaking of that. Hope you like gotta, the... Uh, pay cut next year yeah we got a 600 dollars stimulus as well hopefully uh maybe some of y'all rich asses didn't get that but you know most of us did that's just one of us on the team <laughs> according was- to the government i made uh like twelve thousand dollars last year because yeah. all my other shit was tax-free oof oof well well done you're below the poverty line my friend anyway biden is gonna be the prez so we got that going on. All that being said, we know a lot of things aren't in stock. But in a theoretical world that we're going to pretend that we're in right now, where people aren't panic buying literally everything and maintain a decent level of preparedness, this is how we would structure our AR purchases or builds and or. If you got access to a military veteran discount from a company that really opens Opens your options as well, but let's jump right in to build it or buy it. We got two schools of thought here. You can get a well-built weapon from a reputable company. There's a lot of good ones out there at a price, obviously. You know, it's just like if you're doing work on your car yourself or if you're going to a shop, you know, you're going to pay for the labor and you're going to pay for the name. Uh, but you can always self-source parts and build it yourself. You can save a buck or two, but that's assuming that you have the tools to build it. You know what you're doing. YouTube videos are great. Um, I, I do that for my vehicle. But when it's a lethal weapon, you know, there's a little bit of uh, expertise that, that comes into play. So it's a great question for a lot of us, including me, uh, someone who's never built an AR. But I've used my own, the military's, uh, you know, relatable platforms and quite a few others that uh, that I've shot over the years. So I'm looking to add another platform to my kit 
And luckily, this was the first podcast uh, of the year. So I get to cheat from all these guys. And I'm looking forward to hearing from the team and learning along the way uh, with all y'all. So let's start with a boy, Bro Neil. Is it going on for you today? Bro, you already know. You already know what's going on for me today. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I've always kind of sat in the build it category. Uh, it's one of those things, you know, if you if you trust your life to the car that you drive every day, you should at least know how some of the things in it work. If you're going to trust your life to a rifle one day, you should know how those things work. And if you build it, is, they will come. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ammo's not coming. That's for damn sure. So <laughs> you, you can build it all you want, but good luck finding five five. But regardless, um, I'm in the build it category. I've done a few, done a few for myself, for friends. Um, I'm, I'm going to break down my, this is my current COVID price list. So I'm operating in the, in the market that is, you know, things that are somewhat available now, they come in and out of stock. You got to watch for deals. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So you're not operating, you're not operating in the theoretical world that. No, uh, no, I'm, I'm staying true to the name right now. I gave you a softball and now you're just wanting to make it hard. I just oh, want, to, I want to knock it out of the park. Now, with that being said, there's no optics Brown. on my build, so we'll go into that in yeah. a second. All right. Bromiel Br- stays grounded. All right. 24 right. 7. Someone's, someone's got to. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, what the real big deal breaker is with this whole thing is tooling, right? If you don't have things like a torque wrench or a proper AR wrench or a hammer that you know is brass or is a non marring hammer, so you don't scratch up your brand new build. Stuff like that adds up quick. So this is more for someone who's been around the block or someone who's wanting to get into it and ready to make the investment in proper tools. You know, I'm big on the buy once, cry once. You know, don't go to Harbor Freight and pick up, you know, a torque wrench and expect that it's going to be within plus or minus 1% of what it actually thinks it's at. So yeah, good point. Oh, that really scared me because I just went to Harbor Freight today and I wasn't buying that, but I was like, oh, well, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> Harbor Freight is great for tools that you don't know if you're going to need a second time, so you buy it at Harbor Freight. And if you break it, that means you should have bought the good one, but at right? least you got your worth out of it. Hey, Anyways. all I got to do is move my car one time. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all it is then. Um, so I would start off with an arrow precision lower. Not any lower, but a blemished lower. So they do sales on uh, lowers that come out of their factory that aren't exactly up to cosmetic spec tolerances wise they're perfect they're where they should be everything's going to fit and function perfectly but you might have a scratch somewhere on the lower for me 80 dollars for a nice lower i'm I'm down for it all right they used to be cheaper whatever and then i'm going with a ballistic advantage hansen profile 13.7 inch barrel the reason i'm doing that is so you can pin and weld it because if you pin and weld certain muzzle devices on a 13.7 inch you actually get an overall length on the barrel of 16 inches, meaning that technically it's a rifle at that point. So you can put a normal people stock on it and not have to worry about braces or what the ATF is going to do to you when they, they start looking at everyone who ever bought an SBA three, which good luck to them on that. That's coming in at $214, which look for a good barrel. That ain't bad. That's not bad at all. No. Are, are they, uh hammer forged by any chance cold hammer i believe forged? i believe this is cold hammer forged i'm not 100 sure i know it's um nitride coated it's not uh chrome lined which some people might poo poo on but look COVID times i'm working with what i got but i am going to make it a little bougie 
I'm not gonna lie to you. This this isn't you know your normal AR build. You don't have to worry about getting you know a Radian Raptor charging handle for $114 or whatever, because you can get this Spartan side charging upper for $225, and it's got a non-reciprocating left hand side charging handle. Ooh. Which to me, I don't know. I I like it. Something different and something new. You don't have to do the weird under fold or under under the gun AK reload that you would have to do with a right hand charging upper because it's right there on the left side. So you can keep your firing hand on the weapon unless you're a lefty and then just get out of here. I don't, I don't need to know you. Um, and back to arrow precision. Boomer. Right. Oh, is boomer lefty? Yeah, dude. Ouch. Yeah, it's good Ooh. to have one in your stack. You just need one. That's Always got to have a southpaw. <laughs> just one, just one. Uh, but back to arrow precision. Um, they're offering M-Lock 12-inch, again blemished handguards. These are these are wonderful handguards that come with the locking the um, the what do they call that thing? The bolt. What is what is that? Anyways, doesn't matter. It comes with everything that you need for sixty-five bucks. Which for an arrow precision handguard, you're not going to find that deal anywhere, especially during COVID times. But getting a blemished one. I mean, look, I'm probably going to rattle can the gun anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. You yeah. know? Um, back again. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but back again to Ballistic Advantage for their black nitride-coated BCGs. They're wonderful. I have one in my current rifle. It runs fantastic. I never clean the thing because I just I don't care. Uh, and it runs fantastically, and that's only $116 for the full BCG. So are those uh, birth control goggles you're talking about? They are. Or, or they what are you birth control goggles. Yeah, the, uh, that's, that's what are. I, luckily, mine were free, though. Our, our birth novice, control goggles were free. No, yeah. no, our novice, novice shooters way. may not understand what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the bolt carrier group. So that is the little bit that slides back and forth and not only chambers a new round, but houses the firing pin that makes the bullet go bang. And it also has the ejector on the side, so it whips it right out of there and hopefully gives you some sweet ejection that lands in your buddy's hoodie. <laughs> when you're at the range because that's or the best down their shirt or down, down the front of their shirt um yes i keep flip-flopping back and forth i'm going to go with an arrow precision lower parts kit so that's all your little bits and bobs pins and whatnot i was going to go with you know a little bit more than than the lower parts kit that i wanted but we're sticking on budget 25 dollars. and this is actually kind of interesting i went with a colt four position buffer kit so that has, you know, the buffer tube, the buffer spring, and the buffer itself. And I like the four position because I never use all six positions. It's either all the way closed or almost all the way out. So for me, exactly. a Colt four position works for me. Plus, the the reproduction guys, the guys that make clone rifles, love this thing because that's, that's the OG. But I also like it just because it's easier to run cheap deal 42 bucks for everything and it's made by colt it's a company you can trust um a company that i haven't really done much with before but i found a a, a heckin good deal if you will is a forma tactical adjustable trigger for only 57 dollars, and it goes between two to six pounds and you can adjust that um which, I don't know, I think it would be fun. I wouldn't trust my life to it necessarily, but uh, you know, if you right. want to bring the cost down, you can always go with a mil-spec trigger. They run anywhere from 18 to like 30 bucks, so you'd be ha- you'd be saving money there and yeah. also yeah. you know, adding reliability, but I thought this would be a fun thing to try out. 
And then for the muzzle device. Well, before you go to that, um, yeah. as far as the Colt goes, like I've had a Colt for probably eight years. Mm-hmm. Colt AR platform. I mean, it's just their basic build and then I've built it out from there. But yeah, yeah like you're saying, it's very reliable. It's a reputable company. And so I'm happy with it. So I think you're, I think you're making a good choice there, but yeah. And you know, the thing is, I'm not trying to give people garbage bottom of the barrel parts. I'm not telling you to go out and buy, you know, a, a Bear right. Creek personal upper Absolutely. because they're only $180. Yeah. Although I have run Bear Creek stuff and it shoots probably about two and a half to three MOA. I'm fine with that. If that's all you can get, that's all you can get. And that's fine. Uh, it's better to have one that isn't as accurate than not have one at all. But, um, I'm, I'm trying to stay with reputable brands, good deals that people can get. And one of the yeah, good deals for sure. is a um, Surefire uh, War Comp. Yes. Yee, yee, yee. Dude, I, I love so, the War Comp, man. It is filthy. Hell yeah. I found, a, uh, I found a really good deal. Unfortunately, it was out of stock in like probably two and a half minutes. But uh, it was a War Comp open three time for $105, which is not too bad. I'll take it. And then to wrap this all up, for those of, you, those of you that have been listening very closely to what I've been saying, you're like, man, that's great. You got that buffer tube and all that. You got, got all these parts going on, but you have nothing to slide over that buffer tube. Boy's got a payday two gun. You know? Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You don't even have a pistol grip. Well, my friends, I'm going to be running a mission first tactical stock and a pistol grip, which runs $80. Yeah, buddy. And yeah. And totaling all this up, you'd be like, bro, that puts you over the limit. Unless you use the code PATH5. That's Ooh. capital P. Plot twist. All one word. Use that at checkout, my friends. 20% off. That would save you 16 doll hairs on that, bringing it down to 64. Our total build cost is $993. And then all I have to do is spend a few bucks on a six-pack and have my neighbor weld on that war comp so that way it's legal under the ATF regulations. Boom, $1,000 AR. Let's go. No optics. There you go. Right? And Dude, I know so, I know, Mighty's got something on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really cool, guys. Um, man, a couple years ago now when we had three of us downrange at that point, uh, all doing different stuff for a task force, we reached out to Mission First Tactical, told them what we were doing, like, hey, if you guys got any – uh, you know, extra stocks laying around or whatever. We'll, we'll check them out for you do some field testing. That's how our, our relationship started. And uh, one of the things that I ran on, on my rifle in country was, uh, was just their vertical foregrip, right? But I hate vertical foregrip. So I chopped that thing down. I made that bish a stubby. Yeah, baby. And guess what? I wrote that up in a formal summary. <laughs> and you know what oh, they man. did? You know what they released last week, homies? A stubby foregrip. Welcome to 2021, baby. Legit. Yeah, so that was like our first actual... five in the house. It, it was cool. It was really neat. Like, it was our first actual, like, product development piece. And, yeah, uh, man. That was super cool to see that pop on Instagram the other... Was yeah. that last week that that came out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, last week. Right around the new year, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah and I, I've got like a drawer in my my tool chest out in the garage where I've got like three minimalist stocks chilling, and I, I've got that little stubby in there. And yeah, it is. Still just, got the stubby on my Colt. <laughs> yeah, dude, like it works. The ones we it cut works down so yeah. well. Yep. 
um yeah and it was just it was awesome dude like just took it down to the flight line had some dudes chop it up and it was great um but just to highlight the fact that they're they're super cool people they actually listen to shooters opinions of people with proper experience um you know it sounded like their engineer gave them a fuss about it and they just kind of like well here's the deal this works so we're doing it and they went and did it so that that was just really cool that's something i want to highlight uh, thanks for bringing up the the mission first piece because these guys don't pay us at all, you know. But they're just they're super cool. They're legit, and uh, that was just a really neat, neat manifestation of some of our efforts. So pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Neil, back to you, bro. Yeah, you know, I want to say um, <clears throat> mission first tactical has been not only great for for product development with you, Midas, but also, they're super receptive online. I've asked them questions about their products and, and timelines on things, and they always get back to you. So that's why I always kind of dude, those guys push are on top of that. all their shit. Yeah, man. they really are. Always, always. Not to show for them, I just want to say, you know. Well, they're doing yeah, that. dude, because the customer service aspect is so key in the gun community. Yet, so many people suck at it. <laughs> like, so many companies are terrible. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, that's a great thing to highlight, man. Definitely. Yeah. And I would like to say just, you know, full disclosure, we are not sponsored by Mission First Tactical. We don't get paid by them. They don't get any money from ads. We don't get paid or anything like that. It's just a great company that we love working with. We love helping with product development and all that. Um, they, they just all around, they've been awesome to work with and, uh, we don't, we don't receive any, <laughs> any money or anything from them for, yeah, for this you plug. Know, it's just us, you know, plugging a great company. So, and if we can give you guys a code to, to save some money, why not? You know, I think it's a win-win all around. Yeah, absolutely. So you've laid out your design. Give us the total. Does it meet you, the the goal does it meet yeah, the goal? Yeah, it does. So even so though you nine, cheated because MFT helped you, <laughs> MFT helps us all, brother. <laughs> hey, right. I'm just say. <laughs> Lord uh, have mercy. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Came in in the back and boys twitching. <laughs> nine uh, nine ninety three is the total markup for that. Now, mind you, that does not come with optics. And as I said before, huge disclaimer getting into this: make sure you have the tooling. And I don't, I don't mean to say that you need a lathe or, or any, you know, machining tools. I'm just saying to put things together, you need special wrenches that uh, you don't always have from, you know, replacing the starter in your 98 Camry or whatever. Hey, it's a 2003 Corolla. Okay. Oh, sorry. Damn. I was so close. I was so, so close. close. <laughs> but, you know, one of the greatest things about this is this is uh, a current and real life example of the way that you can build an AR, you know, and especially for you, Da Vinci coming into this, not really having built an AR, but being familiar with M4 platforms, AR4, uh, AR15 platforms, all that fun stuff. Um, you know your way around the rifle, but maybe it's time you jump into the pool and, and see what building's about. Yeah, great point. Yeah, man, I'm great excited point. to jump out of the the little the little fish pond and. Or the little fishbowl, jump into the big world of of building. At least yeah. based on your description, I do have some uh, some good resources. Being active duty, you know, we got armorers and um, 
all that kind of stuff. Guys I'm friends with that give me a little bit of, uh, an edge as far as tooling goes, but okay. So we got total cost, no optic 99, three, $993 cost of a six pack, <coughs> excuse me to have a neighbor weld the work comp six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. That PBR, brings it to baby. Nine nine ninety nine, brother. Wow. One cent off, thousand dollars. I'm impressed. He doesn't. Nine ninety nine ninety nine. He runs a Harbor Freight welder. He's not getting any more than than. That's <laughs> where that goes. That's Damn. true, man. <laughs> cost to listen to bro. <laughs> cost to listen to bro Neil's sultry tones for a few minutes. Priceless. That's the way it is, brother. Dude, whatever whatever happened to those ads? By the way, guys, those just ads, fell off though. a bit. Yeah. Especially around the Olympics. Right. Some bobsled champion. Oh, man. It's great. I can't wait to have the Olympics back. I hope COVID doesn't ruin that. Those are awesome. I forgot. I forgot all about them. <laughs> I forgot they existed. I want to bring Michael Phelps back. He's still got it, man. He's still got it. He'll, he'll yeah, come he back. just smoked a little weed. It's fun. Yeah. He's still the fastest, fastest fish in the water. All right. Back on topic. So, Bronio, follow-up question real quick. Yeah. So, or I guess it's two questions. If we're talking a non-COVID, which you, which you provided, non-COVID logistical shit show of a world, what do you see as the biggest hurdle as far as like purchasing, whether it's online or in store, all these components that you're talking about? And second part of the question, what is your timeline for a build like this? Are we talking a month? Mm. Are we talking three months? Are we talking six months? So, you know, that's, those are, those are both great questions. Um, I mean, everything's kind of amped up right now just because of COVID, as you said. Yeah, Um, sure. I think most of this can be done in on online, completely online. Everything that I priced out is purely online stores, but. Okay. You know, you still have to go in store to do the lower transfer. And, you know, I'm always about supporting local gun stores. They're not they're not doing well right now. Everyone's like, Oh, the gun stores jacking up the ammo prices. It's like, no, that's, that's cause that's what they're paying their distributor. Like they're, they're not making a whole bunch of money off of ammo selling it to you right now. So if you can support your local gun store, definitely do it. And with that being said, if uh, you know, if you're in the gun community, if you have friends that shoot, talk to people, I'm sure that one of them, or they at least know a person that has an FFL, and we'll do a, a frame transfer for pretty cheap. Uh, luckily, the current state that I'm in, I know two guys that will do frame chance transfers for next to nothing. Um, because the lower is the serialized portion of the firearm under current definitions. I know they may change in the future, and we can get into that in a different episode. Right. Yeah, but, I was going to uh, ask about the FFL. Yeah. Yeah, so the FFL only has to transfer that lower. Once that lower is transferred, everything else can be right. shipped directly to your door. And that's, again, <laughs> subject to change. Um, yeah, always. We have no idea what's going on in the future, but we can only live in the present, right? So there's there's only so much that you can worry about in one day. Um, but as for timeline, I would dedicate probably about three weeks to a month to this. Uh, if you go on certain sites uh, that that our community that constantly posts links like this, which I will not talk about here uh, just because I don't feel like getting zucked for uh, 
talking about where to buy a gun or something stupid because they don't understand that even sure. if you buy a gun online, you still get a background check. Anywho, um, right. there's there's some places that you can look out for deals. So the biggest part about this is hunting for deals. It's not so much um, things in and out of stock. It's dealing with that COVID inflation of prices versus finding someone who is in with the supplier, getting things regularly, getting them for good deals and, and going with reputable, uh, reputable sources. So that's about it. Nice. So that's, that's three to four weeks after you have all of your components, right? No, no. I mean, I mean, it would take three to four weeks to get the components on the deals that I described. Okay. Um, So you're not talking about the build, you're talking about the shipping time. Build time. So I measure two things like this. I measure car work when I do it for other people. And I measure build time on guns. It's not, and, it's not about text, time. It's, you know, it's or, the, no, no, no. This one's know. the amount of beers that you drink. <laughs> so an AR 15, that's like that's a six true. beer job. That's not bad. It's only like a six beer job. If you want me to do brakes on your Toyota, that's going to be like an eight to 10 beer job. You know, that's just the way it goes. All right. That's vice for That's, that's yeah. a flip for me. Headlights on the BMW, <laughs> you need a 30 rack. Yeah, I need a 30 rack. Yeah. I need a 30 rack while I look at the design plans from the BMW engineer because you can obviously do, associates yeah. for that. I can do brakes. <laughs> I can do brakes for a six pack, but ask me to build an AR, you're going to need, I don't know, what what's a lifetime supply for Bud Light costs? I don't know. That's I got pretty, <laughs> gonna take I got pretty shit based my first uh, AR build. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the way it goes. It's like a car, you just. Crack one and get onto it. Just make sure you're working on the little springs before you uh, oh god get, yeah get too yeah, yeah. deep. Those things you know, fly it, all over the place. For for eight dollars on Midway USA, you can get an oopsie kit, and that comes with all the springs <laughs> and detents that you need. By God, you better <laughs> order three of those shits. <laughs> I, I wish kit. I knew that. I wish I knew that before I built mine. Dude, <laughs> anyone who knows when you're putting the takedown pins in. You will launch at least one, if not three, of those detents straight across your room, and you will not find them for another six months. It's just the way it goes. Oh, I'm yeah. my hands and knees on the rug <laughs> trying to find it. No doubt. Oh, man. yeah. And uh, a little top tip those detents are not magnetic. So you can't use a little magnet trick to find them. Good luck. Yeah. Oof. Another pro tip in about nine months, the International Space Station is going to get taken out by a comet that's been formed by all the details people put in orbit. <laughs> the low Earth orbit. It's going to be real rough. Shoot one through. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be terrifying. <laughs> Yikes. Man, dude, thank you for that. Like, I just love I love hearing about it. I'm so excited to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Probably brother. try, but I really love that you came in at nine hundred. $99.99. That you is, provide the beer. Uh, yeah. And including the beer. Like that including is priceless. That's the way we do it, brother. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. Real quick, though, uh, for anyone who is trying to get into AR 15 building and you already have an AR, just build an upper. Like build an upper out of whatever you want. Source the parts, take six months to find the best deals, whatever it is. Build an upper. Because then you can just slap it onto the lower that you already have, be right. happy with it, and then move on to doing other stuff. You know, it's it's not hard. It's lefty loosey, righty tighty, and that's about all I gotta say. Sure. Building the lower nice. is where the pain comes from. Right. <laughs> cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Like, love it. Anytime, all right. brother.
Let's hear from the boss. Midas, how about you? Build it or buy it? So I, I totally respect the build it mentality for sure, but I've seen some janky stuff out there. <laughs> Just going to be honest. So no, I'm, more of, I'm more of the buy it big and then mod later as necessary. Because I don't know, I mean, there's something about the human psyche that just drives us to customize what we own, whether it's a car or uh, an ice fishing sled, a house, my next next project. Yep. A house, uh, a rifle, pistol, whatever. We just, we want to do things to make it our own. And if you're building it, chances are you're doing that right off the bat, but I can almost guarantee it. You're going to change something about that down the road. You're just going to do it. You're going to be like, Oh, it looks funky in FDE. I want to make it OD or, you know, there's going to be some, some change that's going to be made and that's part of the fun with it. So for me, I just want to buy like a really reputable, good established base rifle and then modify it from there in the future as I see fit. Um, so I, I'm not, not a big brand whore, but there's certain names that just offer really good reliability and you know one of those is is sig um so like one of my rifles currently is a recce rifle build i built off of an m400 and uh it's just been phenomenal it's just been such a good platform bronio might have might have something to add on that you know real quick there's one thing i want to say about sig yeah first of all i love them second of all as a general rule, I try not to buy their first iteration of a weapon. Yes. Um, you you got the second gen something or other going on, and I, I know that, and that's good to go. But they just had a recall on a bolt action. We all know the fiasco of the P320, where if you drop it at a 45-degree angle, it goes bang. So I want to I want to hail Sig as the, the king that they are. But I also want to reel it back a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, that's totally fair. And and to that point, I guess uh, I'm leaning towards the M400, which is just such <sighs> a great. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, sure. we're on like I don't know. This is fundamentally like the third gen of that rifle uh, in the form oh, of absolutely. the the tread, the tread, which I think is a funny name because it's like. Such a neckbeard boogaloo boy name. It's just like, don't step no on a snake. On me. Yeah. Treadstone. Ooh, nice. Tickling my fancy. But anyhow. Jesus Christ, that's station born. <laughs> yeah. So the, the tread, but I understand their concept. And the push behind that was to provide the people with an affordable, but highly reliable and efficient and accurate rifle. So in that sense, I applaud them for doing so with this platform. Uh, M400's tried and true, like Real Neil said. It's just an awesome base platform for a rifle. And ironically, so I bought my first M400 uh, a long time ago. And I, I went and modified it. I basically rebuilt it, put a free float barrel in, did the gas tube, um, got rid of that horrible front sight post, um, did a bunch of stuff to it, but moral story is they literally took a lot of the fundamentals that I did on that rifle as far as mods, and they just marketed it right out of the factory for the M400 tread. So 
It's a 16 inch, real simple platform, 5.56, five, of course. It's got a free float handguard, which is supposed to aid in accuracy. I just like it because I've got long fucking arms. So I like reaching out to the end of that barrel, especially if you're doing any sort of close quarters. You significantly increase your weapon stability and your ability to fight somebody off that's trying to grab your barrel. So just a a big tactical advantage uh, as well as ergonomics. So I love that aspect. I think that's awesome. Uh, Three-prong comp seems to be the, the way of the future right now, or I guess the present even. Uh, had really good experiences with those. Six comps are... Very good. I prefer the Surefire War Comp because I know for a fact that you can like break shit with it if you have to. If you got to jab that thing into something, it's going to go. It's not going to break off. I haven't done that with my SIG Comp yet. Uh, give it time. So the cool thing about this, and one of the things that Bronio mentioned was that his rifle setup did not come with an optic, which is entirely, you can navigate that, right? It's not a big deal. Uh, flip-up backups are perfectly fine. Uh, you can get all kinds of optics on sale from Cabela's or Bass Pro, whatever. Don't go to Optics Planet. I've ordered three things from them in the past year, and all of them were back ordered, even though they said they were in stock. It was a horrible experience. Fuck those guys. And, uh, and Devor. Devor is owned by Optics, Optics Planet. They do the same crap all the time. Yeah, like, it's, oh, it's, it's nutty. It'll ship in three days. And it's like you, you look at it and it's pending, 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 and you call them. They're like, oh, uh, yeah, we should have that item in um, six to 12 weeks. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Exactly. So instead of waiting for some random optic to arrive from Optics Planet, uh, the cool thing about the M400 Tread is it actually comes with a SIG Romeo 5. So one of SIG's pushes in the last five years has been – uh, basically forming themselves into a total provider in the sense that they can produce firearms, they can produce optics, right. and they can produce mags and ammunition. Yep. And their mag front, they're still kind of leaning to mag pull. Meh. I don't know. Meh. I've had some interesting, interesting time with P-mags. Call MFT, um, baby. I know. Seriously. But, you know, I, I really like the fact that it's got a Romeo 5. Um, I actually run that on the CC Scorpion. I think it's an awesome little red dot. It's not expensive. Pretty rugged, though, which is awesome. So it's just a good baseline optic until you can uh, LPVO that baddie. Uh, get yourself a Vortex. So for all that comes in right around $900, guys. Even COVID prices. Pre-COVID, it was like $775, $750 on sale. That's pretty nuts because this isn't an Olympic arms like... 2005 janky piece of shit this is a sig rifle yeah pretty neat yeah yeah so at 900 bucks that leaves me about a hundred dollars left in the budget right the first thing i'm looking at is charging handle um if your weapon has malfunction conventional ar platform you're ripping that thing immediately i don't know about the charging handle that comes with the tread it might be slightly enlarged but a lot of the ones that come that are mil-spec are not, and they suck. Terrible. I know there's a lot of people like, oh, you can't get an aluminum charging handle because it'll warp. It'll twist. Like, first of all, dude, 
why is your weapon malfunctioning so much that you're ripping on your freaking charging handle to the point where it warps? Sorry, dude. I've never seen that. Never, ever. But one cool thing about a big old charging handle, it's got that massive latch on there that just enables you, especially if you got gloves on, your hands are sweaty, covered in blood, whatever, you know, knees weak, mom's spaghetti, you can rip that thing and you're actually going to make contact and you're going to chamber another round or you're going to clear that malfunction. Whatever you got to do, it's on. I got vomit on his handle already. Yeah. AR is heavy. <laughs> About to dump this fool in his Chevy. <laughs> Let's go. Who else? Come on. Oh, gosh. We we'll probably just need to cut it oh, there. Come on. Cut it there. No, oh, come on. All right. There you go. That, that was, was good, good though. though. I thought we had that some. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, wasn't ready. I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready yet. You weren't ready for the spaghetti? Come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking like like old school the game, like chicken noodle soup. That's what your head's going to look like in the back of your coop. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's some I prime. I've never heard that before. Some prime verbiage, that's dude. That's because you're like nine. Campbell's reps. <laughs> Campbell's reps. Wow. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jason <laughs> Borla. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and when I'm looking at uh, large handled charging handles with a big old latch on there, I'm primarily looking at BCM. Uh, I've got one from a recce rifle years ago that I've run, and it has performed excellently. I love that bad thing. It's beautiful. But anyhow, uh, one of the things I did swap out my Recce M400 was the trigger. I dropped a two and a half pound Timmy in there. The thousand dollar budget does not uh, provide me enough wiggle room for that. But bust. I know. But bro, but going off what Bro Neil said, this ain't the first gen, right? She's a little farther down the road. And I will say, based off of the MCX trigger that I had on my stock, Betty, that thing was actually really good. Like, I kind of regretted the fact that I'd already ordered the Geisley because, like, if I buy a new rifle, boom, trigger's in it. I don't fuck around. Yeah. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the uh, the M400 trigger and the tread's actually pretty solid. So, all in all, guys, for a grand, you get yourself a really good base platform rifle. You get yourself an optic. And a large latch, really, really functional, really resilient charging handle to clear all your malfunctions. That's not bad. And those bad. barrels that they put in these things are ridiculous, dude. Like, weird as hell how accurate my M400 is. Like, quarter of an MOA. Some of y'all have shot that thing. Yeah. It's, it's just stupid. Like, I don't it, even know. It is, it's an absolute tack driver to use a uh, overused term. I mean, I had a 20 inch barrel on my uh, M400. Yeah. My Lord. I was pushing out to 200 and putting two to three holes in clays before they shattered. Like, the thing was an absolute machine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Man. you can't go wrong, guys. SIG MCX tread, about a grand with the charging handle. That's That's what I would do, personally. I know it's not really creative, but hey, sometimes conflict isn't. So, damn. All right. So, that looks like something that I've been looking into. Um, I mean, it's 
it's not exactly what I've been looking into, but I've obviously taken a look at the M400. It's a great platform um, based on the needs of the team. I'll probably end up looking at something more like the SIG 716i, which is their 762 uh, with a 16-inch barrel. So just because I'm a big dude, definitely the biggest dude on the team, Boomer might uh, argue, but I think I've probably got him by like 30 pounds. So uh, maybe, maybe. You guys are... You we're guys are behemoths. Big, we're big dudes. We're big You're dudes. You're behemoths, man. I don't know. I've we, been hitting the gym pretty hard, dudes. so I, I, I'll i probably be tipping the scales at 250 here pretty soon. We'll see. God damn. Yeah, you need that 762, <laughs> boy. You're made for that recoil, baby. Soak five, it five, up. 6 sounds like a 22 when I'm holding it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it does It does look stupid small, man. When I look back, it's so Dude, hard to some play. Some of those Instagram posts like, are hilarious. I love the yeah. comments on some of those. People are like, what the heck is that? <laughs> yeah, they're like, did he just fucking that- rob a dollar store for their little <laughs> AR-15 squirt gun? Is that an airsoft gun? What is that? Anyway. Yeah. All right. Big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Irish, I want to hear where you land on this. So we got we got to build it. We got to buy it. Uh, we don't have a fix it Felix yet, but uh, I, I can't, you can't answer, I have no resolution on this you have to actually answer so i'm expecting a real answer here yeah sure i can i can throw you a real answer here all right starting off first right. uh, if you get that seven uh six seven sixteen i you're you're talking a little over a price scale here so yeah it's a little it's a little over it's a it's it's about <laughs> 1500 really right now yeah go for the six five creed more version but i'm interviewing you Okay, <laughs> I'm outside of I'm outside of the law on this I, podcast. I am so. the captain now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I am the captain now. I'm taking this boat with us. All right, so you, you I'm, I'm a bandwagon. Captain. Buy it and modify it. Uh, you know, okay. Just like okay. Midas, you know, I I'd prefer not to uh, painstakingly lose pieces as they fly all over the place because it's just frustrating and, and I'll just get angry, and then uh, you know it won't be built for another month as I simmer down buy more parts but uh there's there is a lot of affordable ar platforms out there um you you can just google it honestly and you can find some pretty good stuff and you know having talked with midas before and and, you know i used to have an m400 as well before uh, i sold that um if i was to have a thousand dollar cap and i was going to use that for a bug out type scenario like we did before. That's kind of the mindset I went into. You know, my choice is a little um, little different. Going for uh, Ruger AR556 MPR, specifically the model number 8515. Um, so that comes with a, a 15 inch uh, free float M-lock uh, capable handguard. So you get that nice M-lock stuff going on. I'm sorry, could you be a little more specific? I don't think we got that. Oh, no. I will be <laughs> more specific. It also comes with the Magpul Mo SL stock and pistol grip, right? So, sorry, MFT, but it comes stock. I'm not going to spend an extra, you know, $64 to, to change it out Just because I'll tell you why later. Okay. Hey, we're not going with whatever stock at the home, right? We're, we're going pure purchase here. So, I'm playing, playing within the, the $1, confines. $1,000. Uh, yeah. $1,000 budget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a 16 inch barrel already. Uh, it's a Chrome Molly steel barrel, 
cold hammer forged, uh, real nice barrel. I mean, it's Ruger, right? They, they don't screw around. They're they're in the precision rifle game for a reason, right? Uh, you know, one eight right hand twist, so it's it's going for those a little bit better um, than the one seven for that longer range um you can also get this variant in 18 inch which i would prefer but uh costing wise it changes a little bit so i'm going with the 16 inch for this um got a, a rifle length gas system so kind of standard ar for the cheaper end um, it does come with a flip up a ruger flip up sight so ruger does make flip up sights um so it comes with that and a hard post front sight so similar to the old m400s it has that that hard sight I guess they would call it the M16 hard sights that they got up front. So you do have that. Um, right. So you get, you get your, uh, your flashback to Nam. So you got that. Exactly. Going for so you don't have the, the charging, the, the old carry handle on it, but Hey, we'll, we'll go with the front hard sight, but you, uh, you can get it. If you want to throw it on, pick it yeah. around and call it. <laughs> throw on that uh, old handle. <laughs> but like I said, Ruger is, is great in the precision rifle game and they make good rifles. Right. Um, so I'm not second guessing the price point of this, right? It, it, MSRP, I'm, I'm basing off MSRP at this point because I'd, I'd say this is probably the most median price you can get. Typically, yeah, you under MSRP. Right now, you're finding it for over. But MSRP, it's 849 uh, flat, nice. which is a fantastic value. That's and gives a little bit of flexibility in there, a little little more than the, the 900 or so or tipping on 1,000 sometimes, depending on which tread you're looking at. Yeah, you sound like but, HGTV when they're like, you can buy this house for, you have a $200,000 budget. You buy it for $150,000. You have to $50,000. I'm getting a $600. That's right. There you go. My budget is $6 million. Um, <laughs> And his wife uh, weaves baskets out of dead butterflies, and their budget is exactly. $1.4 million. <laughs> My degree in underwater basket weaving. Shiplap. Shiplap. Um, and, and the reason why I specifically went with a model 8515 is that they have an 8500 model, and that doesn't come with any Magpul stuff. So at that point you're getting kind of that bottom barrel furniture already on it. And you're going to want to change all that out anyway. Right. So for an extra 50 bucks, just do it, you know? Yeah. absolutely. Uh, and then from there, uh, there's two upgrades, right? We've, we've heard the, you know, trigger upgrades, whatnot. We've heard, you know, Hey, I don't have an optic on this. So I'm throwing two, two specific upgrades potentially I can do on this. So thought number one is, I buy an optic, keep the, the rifle the way it is. And I buy an optic. So after a little bit of a digging research, trying to find an affordable optic for under $150, right? Cause I'm already at 849. Uh, I found the, the Barska one to four by 28 IR hunting scope. Uh, you can also find it under SWAT scope. It's, uh, it's the same thing, but essentially you get that LPVO type feel to it. It's $145 on runnings online right now. It's in stock. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, stake my life on it, but it's there. It's not too bad. Sure. Um, yeah. But that put my total build at uh, $994, excluding taxes. And I'm playing the game here that taxes were not required as, as this build price. So excluding taxes, I'm still underneath. You walking that line, man. I got to do it. <laughs> but then option two, right? So I already have the, the hard sights on there get rid of that barska you know for and wait till later to get an actual real sight on it um and then i look decide on, on a trigger group as, as real the real upgrade the the nice feel to it right. um there's some there's some really good triggers out there for um sure. across to be the board, fair, whether 
to be fair. I don't think Neil took taxes into account either. So. Perfect. Uh, that's because I don't pay taxes. So thank you. <laughs> All right, Donald, yeah. keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> huh, learn, learn how to do deductions. Today, Junior. Well, your deductions apparently come from China. Okay. No, that's because I'm bad at trading on the stock market. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Irish. back to me, because that's all that matters here, is uh, <laughs> I'd be looking at that base model Ruger and throwing a Rise Armament AR-15, um, their Rave Super Shooting Trigger, uh, RA-140. It's a drop-in trigger, so it's super easy to install. If anybody's ever tried to install nice. anything other than a drop-in trigger, you're probably just going to swear at yourself uh, a lot. Or at the company and then, that made it. Or, or at whatever. Or, or at, at the TV. Everything. The dog. The cat. <laughs> whatever you're talking about. Hopefully not your wife or your kids because that's a bad move all around. That's why you got to do it in the garage. That's right. Absolutely. Um, but it's a single stage three and a half pound trigger. So it alleviates that crappy mil spec trigger setup. And everybody thinks mil spec. Oh my God, that's so cool. But anybody that's that's shot anything or used anything mil spec, you know, especially in the trigger game, that's a six to nine pound pull, and it's absolutely garbage. Um, and this trigger prices reasonably at you know just on you know one twenty nine ninety nine, so about one hundred thirty bucks. Yeah. Uh, and you can get it yeah. flat or curved, so it tickle your fancy one way or the other. So you're, you're good. Um, and it's affordable, and it, it basically puts that cap at. Uh, Nine seventy eight ninety nine, and you can go online and buy a twelve dollar uh, crappy site that's going to fall off and call it good. But you know, anyway, just without that optic, that that's the way I'd go. You still have the ability to put rounds on target accurately with the hard sights and the flip up uh, sight rear sight that they have Ruger puts on it. But that's the affordable thousand dollar AR I'd be going for before upgrades. Mm. Midas, Bro Neil, thoughts. Yeah, so one of the things that I, I wanted to highlight, and I noticed this with Bronio's build and then with Irish's, is the, the cheaper triggers. And when I look at triggers, and I've spent some money on triggers, it's, it's kind of bad. Uh, but objectively, I got to step back and be like, you know, how much is a trigger actually worth? And I'm not talking about the gain to your weapon, I'm talking about the material that goes into it, the R&D. Like, these are AR triggers, guys. R&D is not a thing. This shit has been around forever. It is a really common platform. So I wouldn't really scoff at paying, you know, 150 for a trigger or 100 or, you know, 75 bucks, whatever it might be. Because in reality, the way technology is catching up, as long as it's got good reviews and people have run it for a couple thousand rounds, it's probably going to do you pretty good. You don't necessarily need a Geisley Super SSA. You know, I don't even want to talk about how much freaking trigger was from IMCX. It's not, it's not even something I'm proud of. It's just like ridiculous. Yeah, and keep I, that kind of shit to yourself. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and I like that. I like the fact that now things are more affordable for folks because – you know, it, it was never meant for like the elite and the rich to be able to own weapons. It was yeah, absolutely it was quite the opposite. Um, so it's good, man. It's really good. I like I like the fact you guys are highlighting some different options out there that are within budget. So I like that. How about you, Bronio? What you got? Well, you know, I I do want to say um, to the whole trigger thing. You know, yeah, the patents have expired for a long time. 
there's a bunch of people making good stuff that is it falls in line with the whole mil spec thing so if you're if you're still on a super tight budget you can get stuff like teflon coated mil spec triggers that don't have as much grit to them they they're a little bit smoother so if you're still on a budget and you want something reliable and tested you can go with something like that and not necessarily break the bank although i completely agree with midas and i i completely agree with irish and and it is worth it it's worth it to go find a you know kind of suss it out find a trigger that it has been used and is a quality thing and not necessarily go with like the brand new thing or or even like binary triggers i wouldn't really put on a, a workhorse save my life kind of rifle yeah exactly. uh, but one thing i do want to say is you know my option and irish's option you know, if you already have an AR and you're selling it for whatever reason, or you're looking to get into a new build, building something without an optic, you can always change optics over. You know, all it costs is one range day to re-zero it. So if you're going to make an investment, definitely invest in optics that aren't for today or tomorrow, but for a lifetime. You know, go with a company like EOTech or, you know, SIG's line of optics or Vortex, you know, go with a known reputable brand because you can keep that forever, right? You can keep putting that optic on a bunch of different weapon platforms down the line. Uh, and like I said, all it costs is the ammo to re-zero it. It's a great point. It's a great point. And with $12, extra doll hairs, Irish can go to the ammo store and buy himself two bullets <laughs> in 2021. Two whole bullets. Two little two little shells. I can find some shells in the uh in the pond or the ocean, you know. Yeah, with my with my luck I'll, I'll find the two bullets will be of the caliber I don't have. Right? No kidding. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be twenty-two. Uh, it'll be nine millimeter by twenty-one, and you're like, what <laughs> is this? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, dude. Speaking of triggers, Our if you guys don't want to spend a whole lot of money, uh, some of y'all might just want to watch Fox News or CNN for uh, thirty seconds, and then you get a free trigger. <laughs> yeah, you get triggered. Well. Got snowflake here, man. <laughs> yeah. Speaking right, of snowflake. Man. Speaking of snowflake. All right. I know you've done a little bit of both. I just want to hear your take. So far, we've got build it and buy it, buy it with modifications down the line. Uh, Irish has got a little bit more of an intense build out, which thank you. It's got some great insight into just buying a stock rifle and putting some work into it. But Snowflake, I know you've got some experience. Lay it on us, man. Give it to us team buying a complete rifle for sure uh main reason is like a thousand dollars you're not doing a competition rifle um you're not going high-end cool guy kind of stuff you're probably as we talked before it's buying right. a rifle it's, it's for self-defense right right so for a thousand dollars you can get something that is extremely reliable um and will not fail you every time and what people think, like, even though with my competition rifle, I won't tell you how many G's I put into it. It has failed me more than, uh, like, just my M4 out of the arms room. Mainly because it'll be great for that one mag, but that's all you need for the competition. Right. When you, when you start throwing in mags after that, that's when it starts having issues. 
Um, so, yeah, and then that, that's when that reliability well, come becomes a question, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that, that's, and that's why I'm always team complete rifle. And what was brought up before was a oh, SIGs gen one with uh, Midas and Broneal. Like, you know, there's a recall and stuff like that. When you buy from a brand and there's an issue, you call, you contact them on their website and you go, Hey man, my gun, my gun's messed up. Help me. And they'll help you. Meanwhile, me, I can't call anyone because I tell them the parts I have and they're like, oh, well, we don't know if that's compatible. So that becomes endless reading through forms, trial and error. Yeah, wasting, no, wasting hundreds of rounds at the range and literally having my uh, gunsmithing kit in the back of my truck, firing five rounds, going back to my truck, changing out stuff, um, doing small, yeah, doing small tweaks, literally taking the barrel all at the range doing stuff putting it back on going out there and seeing how stuff changes and it Um, was all due to a carbine length gas tube (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) thank god (laughs) i i did the route of uh not getting an adjustable gas block to save some money after i threw g's at it which i don't know why and that's come to haunt me and I, i i did get one more fix that i'm gonna put on it um this weekend and see if that is the official we're done. The gun is going to rip no matter what. Um, and that, that's my biggest issue is you can call someone and get your gun fixed or like, you know, they can help you. Meanwhile, me, I call them. They're like, Hey, you know, you spent a couple hundred bucks on my high end part. Um, we don't know if it's compatible with that thing from JP or so on and so forth. Um, so that, that's why I'm, I'm team by gun team by gun for sure. Um, Team, so team bygones be bygones. Yeah. No, no team by by a complete rifle. Don't build <laughs> it. My bad. Um, so like my, my, I would say my first, uh, I, I put, I have like three companies of mine when it always comes to buying guns and then new, uh, I'd say my top Seekins precision. Uh, you'll be hard pressed to find anyone like, you know, kind of roll their eyes or something like that. When you say Seekins precisions, people are thinking you shelled out a good, a bit of money and you got, you got a rifle that's going to work every time so uh they recently released in their new lineup you have the sp15 uh p and the sp15 dmr um which uh they made uh and a rifle that's affordable so the sp15 is a pistol ar15 for 925 you know straight out of the box from uh seekins precision um you you really can't go wrong with them at all you know it weighs five and a half pounds you know, you're getting uh, the SB pistol brace. You know, it's 10 and a half inch barrel. I mean, the one thing we've been talking about is triggers. It's it's got a mil spec trigger, but yeah. if you can't if you can't rip with a mil mil spec trigger, um, then we have issues. <laughs> you, you you still be, should be. Right. And the one big thing is it comes with an adjustable gas block for 925. So you're yeah, also getting a, suppre- a you're getting a suppressor ready. A weapon system you just have to you know buy you know a different um you know flash hider or something like that you know go surefire or someone else um so they would be my first people to go to same thing their their dmr is same price it's a 16 inch barrel um it, it's buttstock that it, it's still mil spec uh trigger it's buttstock is like a copy of the magpole uh, buttstock and, and dmr for all the folks listening oh designated marksman rifle thank you so it's just uh, uh can reach out further it's five five six 
you know, sometimes people hear DMR, they're thinking a 30 caliber weapon system, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, five, five, six. Yep. And they're both one in the seven twist barrels. Um, so, and that also comes with adjustable ga gas block. So can't go wrong with that for 925, getting a Seekins precision rifle. Uh, you used to not hear about that at all. They're the closer to 1600 and higher range. And just getting that just under a thousand right up, right out. So neither of them come with uh, backup iron sights. Um, so you would have to buy an optic. And that's my only thing when it comes to modifying your weapon system. I only think optic and sling. You don't need anything else. Everything else is it will help you. But you just need the sling to hold the rifle to you. So, it, I mean, it's easier to train with. And, right. you know, of course, an optic so you can aim, uh, hit your targets accurately. Sure. So, and that that's a good point, man. Because like our buddy Mike, over at Garantham, you know he'll he'll talk about different modifications or different ammo types on rifles. Then he'll he'll break out that little little point that that really slights a lot of people. But it's like, but you probably won't outshoot your own rifle, right? You you got to get to a pretty decent level of marksmanship to benefit from a light trigger or. I don't know, just any any sort of other modifications, like a well-tuned buffer, anything like that, uh, tune your comp, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. The average shooter doesn't need to really worry about that. You know, yeah, for get sure. good with the mil spec, and then and then you'll appreciate a finely tuned instrument. You know, yeah. don't don't go from your Camry and get yourself a Ferrari. You're not even going to understand what's going on. Right. Yeah. Don't go straight. Don't go straight to trying to be John Wick doing what we're talking about <laughs> yeah 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 and that, that's why i agree like usually we're not saying before the thousand dollar ar you're not talking to the high-end guy or someone who's been ripping if you've been ripping rounds for a while you're already past that thousand dollar ar uh like lane you're moving into those sigs you're going into the mark 18s you're, you're spending that extra money so usually like that thousand dollar AR below is kind of your entry shooters or mid-level shooters mm, right. that are in the training, in my opinion, uh, on that. Yep. Um, then like moving on after Seekins, uh, I arrow precision. Everyone knows arrow precision. Bro Neal's talked to them before with their blemish lowers. You can't go wrong with arrow precision other than they're completely sold out on their website. And they're usually <laughs> even sold out if everybody got sold out. Yeah, and the arrow, like, because uh, I bought an AR-10 from them, they're, they um, they were even sold out when nothing was going on. And this was way, this was three years ago, four years ago. I bought an AR-10 from them, and I had to wait forever. Um, there again, um, if I, since they're sold out on their website, they didn't have the, the exact prices up, but you can get over, under 1000 for them, some at 900 and again, usually when you're spending that much, you're going to get that mil spec trigger. And I go back to, um, again, when I said with Seekins, you, you don't need anything Gucci. You just need a sling and you need an optic. And you don't even need a Gucci optic. Um, you can get some from going on some, uh, if you're a military, of course, you got some websites you can go to and get some nice discounts with Vortex, Sightmark, and all that. Um, or you can get some cheap ones. There's some airsoft ones that actually are pretty well if you do your research on them. They're under a hundred bucks. They actually do. <laughs> they actually do work with AR-15s. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really know that till recently. To my supervisor has done that, and he has it on one of his rifles. And he's like, I hit out the 300 meters, no problem with it. 
um, to my mind. Yeah, um, no kidding. I, by the end of this month, I'm going to try it. So we'll see how it actually goes. Yeah, you'll have to let us know. Bro, yeah, Neil? Arrow, Bro, Neil? With Arrow? Yeah, I, yeah, I just want to talk about Arrow real quick. I know you did. I know you did. If, I know you, you got it going have, on with Arrow. You, you, you need a burner email. <laughs> right? You need a burner email account that you can do nothing but subscribe to all these different gun manufacturers. So that way, the second that they come back in stock, boop, you get a notification, boom, you can put your order in. That's the way I've always done it with the Arrow, and that's how I've gotten the deals that I've gotten in the past, is being on top of it. Because like you said, even before the pandemic, they're more niche products that they don't put a lot of volume out. They go out of stock pretty regularly. So being able to stay on top of it, you know, using their email notification system or using you know, a group that uh, that can notify you about that is the way to go with Arrow. But I completely agree with everything you just said. Yeah, one thing with Arrow that they also, they make a lot of receivers, uppers and lower receivers for other companies. So they're very reputable. Everyone, you say their name again, like everyone's like, all right, Arrow. Um, good, good mid-tier weapons that, again, for 1K, using it for self-defense. Every time, as long as you're maintaining your weapon system, you pull the trigger on arrow precision, it's got to rip. Um, and then uh, my final, um, you know, love them to death, and I had them up for this entire uh, this podcast going on. They're already going out of stock. You know, Palmetto State Armory. You know, <laughs> some people... Uh, Oop, will there shit, it will, is. Yeah, some people will shit on them. Um, Honestly, I've shot their weapons, never had a problem, don't own one. But I had I had this up. They had six AR-15s in stock, ranging from 600 to 969, their last one. And now they're all out of state, out of stock, minus their last one, which is a 10.5 pistol, 300 blackout for 969. Um, and again, yeah. Yeah. again with them, um, they... I honestly think they kind of own this niche market of under 1K. Um, pretty much all their weapon systems are pretty close to 1K or under. And the, you'll get the key mod, the M-Lock, whatever kind of rail system you're looking for, pistol, 10.5, SBR. They all have it. And again, it just comes down to what's in stock. And I know their barrels are made by FN, um, a good amount of them. So... If you're worried about like low end like barrel failing, FN makes them, so that's pretty good. Yeah, again, you're going back to mil spec, majority all their stuff mil spec. Um, but they're also under 1K, reliable. You're using it for self defense. You pull the trigger, you're going to be good to go. Again, you just need an optic and a sling, and then the weapon system is good, especially Palmetto State. Let me scroll down. They got 24 pages here of AR 15 types to look at. One of those come in stock, depending if you get that $700 AR-15, then you got, you know, $300 to play with for getting, you know, a sling and then, you know, actually getting a pretty good optic. So, well, yeah, dude. And I've been, I was really on the fence about uh, doing my $1,000 build on one of their AKs, honestly, because that's kind of going to be my next purchase is an AK platform. And talking with different guys in the industry um they got nothing but good things to say about them and that's just something that i don't have in my arsenal it's pretty neat yeah you know especially speaking to their ak's you know certain tiers of their ak's 
they do provide, you know, as Snowflake said earlier, FN made cold hammer forged barrels. You, you can't get better than that, especially when it comes to an AK variant. So they're they're out there doing things. You know, people always kind of poop on them for saying, you know, oh, it's just a PSA build. Or, you know, if you buy an Anderson lower, people are like, oh, it's a poverty pony. It's like, yeah, you know, like there's there's something to be said about that. But at least Palmetto Estate is taking their their place in the game and moving forward with it. I mean, they're doing things like Glock variants. They're coming out with their own, basically like a Glock 19 which is insane. You know, they're, they're using the market to their advantage. They're using their, their place in the market to, you know, prop up a lot of good things. So I, I definitely support PSA and I support using them not necessarily as like my end all be all recce rifle kind of thing, but like they're out there, they're out there doing good things. I'll give them that for sure. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, you know, I'm hoping eventually I'll probably get one of theirs, but I just bought a BG Defense AR-15 pistol, so my bank my bank account's tapped right now. So, but if I had to go with any of these three, my I'll start with Seekins. You, you, out of these three, you can't beat Seekins. They make some high-end parts. Um, so if you need help, they're there. They care about their reputation. They'll help you with those weapon systems. And 925 and with an adjustable gas block, you know, you can't really beat that. Then Arrow Precision, you know, and Palmetto State Armory are good. Uh, I'd say Arrow Precision is high on the mid-tier weapons, and Palmetto State, like they're in the middle. Some, as Bernil talked, some people, you know, that go like poverty builds or stuff like that. But in the end, the Palmetto State is going to rip, and it's going to put, it's going to put rounds on target. Like we're not engaging 1K out, you know, 300 meters and closer. Palmetto State is going to be ripping. So I, I really wouldn't worry. And then if you're really worried about, you know, getting mods, you know, save your money. You just need a sling and an optic and you'll be good to go. You know, that, again, that hand grip ain't going to change much in my opinion, but it will help you once you get your fundamentals down. And yeah, without including tax or FFL transfer fees, you know, you're, you're sitting under $1,000 for pretty much all these weapon systems. Yeah, man, that's a good point. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Big Daddy, I want to hear from Midas. We got a lot of good stuff here. We got a oh, yeah. lot of good stuff, man. We do. We do. And I don't know, man. It, it's been a pretty wild week, right? So we're just coming off of what we witnessed. No kidding. Um, yeah. In the Capitol. And I just want to highlight that a little bit. I don't want to get too political on it, right? We've always kind of. We prided ourselves with staying outside the political realm, but uh, yeah, but there's no way we can't we can't touch on it. So I appreciate you bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So once again, guys, and this is something that we have preached since day one: when you find yourself on the fringes, when there's that like weird moment of silence, and you're looking around and you're kind of taking stock of the people around you, if you're in the mob. You're probably wrong at this point in the game, at this point in the game. Yet a lot of people found themselves in the mob. When I say a lot, I mean just enough to storm the Capitol. And and some of those folks did so in a really good natured manner. The dude looks like Chip Gaines stealing Pelosi's uh, fucking, I'm just going to call it an easel. 
because that's all she deserves. <laughs> um, is that the, like, are you talking about the nameplate deal or? Yeah, 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 like that. That kind of stuff was kind of funny in a sense. However, kind of, but not. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> then there's the the sense where you got to step back and you're like, all right, guys, hypocrisy alarm is going off right now. Ding ding it's ding ding ding, ding. We cannot condemn BLM and Antifa for the shit that they pull this whole year that this country watched happen across this whole fucking country. We can't watch that. And then go and do the same shit that they did. Oh, and all you people saying, oh, that building's taxpayer funded. It was theirs. Like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry, but you are. And we've already lost followers on Instagram for it. I don't care. I'm not here to gain a popularity contest or win a popularity contest. Sorry, to gain popularity. Absolutely. We're here to gravitate like-minded people who are thinkers and then shooters who are able to step back, be objective and not just go with the tides of emotion that throughout all of history have run rampant through every empire, every successful nation has ultimately fallen due to people just going with the mob mentality. Yep. And we saw that in our country and it really sucks because those of you who served overseas Right. who've been in really shitty places. You've seen terrible situations of just complete lawlessness and unruly behavior to the point where it's just the wild West, man. Like you step out your door, you don't know if you're going to get shot or not. That kind of stuff is nothing that we ever wanted to see in this country. And people can say, Oh, that exists in Chicago and other places. Yeah. Well, that's what they get for their fucking gun control laws. So let them stew in it. Right. They made that bed and they're sleeping in it. For the rest of us, we don't need that. We do not need that when we step outside our house. I like the fact that I don't have to roll with my rifle next to the shifter in my car anymore. Because I'm here in America. Hashtag check out the Instagram if you want reference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No I'm kidding. We don't need to get to that point, guys. Uh, so... I guess I would just implore you guys to, and don't get me wrong, we're not pacifists. There's a difference between being wise and watching and waiting for the right moment of clarity. I'm not talking about the right moment to capitalize. I'm talking clarity. When the division becomes so immense and the polarity is so widespread that you can finally see people for who they are, that's when you take a stand. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. I appreciate so you. Ahead. I appreciate you clarifying that we're we're not pacifists because I'm pretty sure that that was up in the air and uh, hey, unclear. Dude, I have had some really <laughs> interesting conversations with people. Oh, in the I believe it, man. Via social media, that's one of the reasons why we're private now because yep. it's just like holy shit, man. There are some real duds out there, and I like your division um, comment. You know. It's it's division until it becomes the division. If you guys right. haven't played the game, check it's it true. out. Yeah, man, and we're heading for that that way. We're heading that direction. That's yeah, weird. It, it, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's just a strange feeling. It's like an eerie feeling, man. When I saw that shit in the Capitol, and then you come to find out that that crowd did everything from 
you know, killed one Capitol police officer, hit him in the head with a fire extinguisher. And the other dude's in critical condition still by while he right. was knocked yeah. unconscious on the steps or hitting him with stuff. I'm like, dude, this is not crazy. This is this not the it. way. This, this is not the way. Yep. No, no, this ain't it. Exactly. And it, it's, it's, I, I don't see how we're supposed to, you know, support the party of law and order if that's the version of law and order. And granted, I will say it's probably just a, a very minute minority of that population, right? It is. It 100% is. But these idiots gave the media and the Democratic Party all the ammo they needed to overlook all the shit that they propagated in this country for an entire year that we sat and endured and watched. That has since been washed away. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. The assault on the first amendment is ongoing and it is incredible. I don't even know how long we're going to be able to do this podcast. Yeah. At this point, it's a matter of time, you know, and that sucks. You know, that's not what this country is built on at all. Uh, I'm not really sure where they think this is going to go for them by doing that. Um, but once again, guys, just, just keep a calm, cool head, stay collected, mentally prepare yourself and your family as always be a good person. Don't get caught up in the mob. Don't let somebody else radicalize you. Don't do it, man. We have talked about this for months, man, months looking back at our COVID episode. What did we talk about? Radicalized boog boys doing dumb shit. Numero uno, baby. Numero uno. Numero uno. First episode. And guess what? We're in a spiral. Yep. So that's just my main message. I don't mean to derail this podcast. It was awesome. But, you know, it it has to be said, guys. It has to be said. Um, Absolutely. If you don't understand that or you don't agree with it, then carry on your merry way. That's fine. No disrespect. Uh, but if you do understand the core message there, then, uh, you know, just hang in tight. Be good. And uh, we'll see how this stuff shakes out. And, you know, we'll just have to uh, we'll act accordingly. But act on your own accord, right? Don't let somebody, some radical, drag you into some shit that you don't believe in. No point in that. It's been done thousands of years over and over and over in history, guys. When are we going to learn that lesson? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Midas, for that um, topic that probably nobody wants to talk about in an honest manner. That's uh, it's not it's not a partisan perspective. You know, it's a uh, it's a real perspective. It's it's we're not far right we're not far left we're not alt this or alt that we're not some boo boys or anything like that you know we're just we're out here we out here like bro neil likes to say you know and we're we're trying to just help people educate themselves and we're just trying to present a different perspective and if you guys like listening to the perspective I'm going to go ahead and put a plug in there. Go ahead and click like. 
subscribe. Go ahead and give us a rating. Um, whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast on, because it definitely helps us out. And that's all we're trying to do. We just want to share our views, share the team's perspective and, uh, try to help everyone out, help educate because no one really benefits from the far fringes, uh, of the political scheme, you know? So Thank you all so much for joining us on this great topic. I loved it. Uh, It was a huge, huge help to me as I move forward into my next uh, AR platform, whether it be build it or buy it. Um, Maybe, maybe later this year, I'll, uh, I'll do a follow up and let you guys know which route I chose, but um, three, three to one vote on build it versus buy it. Uh, just build it just build build the damn rifle (laughs) no (laughs) oh man obviously we have some discord on the team but uh get yourself a big magnet before you build (laughs) other than all the things that aren't magnetized so thank you Midas (laughs) but thank you to the team for the insights it was awesome loved listening to it I uh, learned a lot and I look forward to going back and re re-listening as I go through it. But like we mentioned earlier, if you guys are looking for some rifle furniture, drinkware, or uh, all kinds of awesome swag, check out our guys over at MFT, Mission First Tactical. Those guys are killing it. They've got a great customer service um, platform, which is, you know, that's what it's all about when you're, when you're serving consumers you know, we've all we've all had the phone call from, "Hello, my name is Franklin. How can I help you today?" And we know that that's not really Franklin. <laughs> You're not Franklin. Get off the phone. <laughs> so MFT, they don't do that. You know, those guys are real dudes, real gals that are making some awesome stuff. And if you want, like Bronio was talking about, if you want to get a little discount and get your, uh. $1,100 or your $1,055 rifle under $1,000. Go ahead, check out MFT, tap in that PATH5 code, PATH, that's capital P, capital F, all one word, cap, capital P, capital F, PATH5. That's a 20% discount at checkout. Those guys help us out a lot. They've got some great stuff. We love working with them. And follow us on Instagram at path five, all one word. That's path five, uh, the letter five or the word five, not the number five. And check My out. My man says the letter five. The letter five. Hey, <laughs> it's like the color, you know, the color smell. You never know. The color smell. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you request to follow us now that we're private and you look like an Antifa sketch ball, I'm not going to fucking approve you. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that's that's true. This is our first podcast. Put your with school, a, with put a your school photo up in your profile pic or something. Look presentable, and maybe I'll let you in. Yeah, it's a it's our first uh, first podcast with a private Instagram. So request us at Path Five with the letter five again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's Path Five all spelled out. And check out our next podcast in a couple of weeks. Uh, we can't wait to hang it. 
kick it with y'all again, and we will catch you later. Ciao.